Hello, everyone, and welcome in to Duncan Field right here in Hastings, Nebraska, where tonight we got a district championship on the line, at least for Hastings St. Cecilia with a win tonight. They would win the district championship here. Grant Tile on with you here at Duncan Field for you. Hastings St. Cecilia at home taking on Fillmore Central. Hastings St. Cecilia comes into this one 7-0. Fillmore Central 6-1 should hopefully be a good one for you here tonight. Fillmore Central's one loss was to Wilbur Claytonia earlier in this season on September 16th. Uh, 21-28, losing that one, 28-21. Wilbur Claytonia, a very good 5-2 uh, football team. That's really the only team right now with a winning record that Fillmore Central has played was Wilbur Claytonia. So they'll have their next big test here tonight, and it's probably the biggest one of the season. season. Hastings St. Cecilia. Leads Class C2 in wild card points right now. They're the favorite for the number one seed. This would certainly add to their resume with wild card points gain this win over a 6-1 and one football team. I believe Fillmore Central would be a Tier 2 win for them. As uh, Once again, actually no, Fillmore Central is a Tier 1 win for them as of tonight. Might bump down to Tier 2 with if, the, if Fillmore Central would get their second loss tonight, but uh, last week, Hastings St. Cecilia took on really one of their be best tests since Wilbur Claytonia in that week one game. They took on Wood River Wayne that one, 53-7. Last week, Fillmore Central took on Grand Island Central Catholic, winning that one, 27-6. So record-wise, should be a good game, but you're, you're not quite sure what Fillmore Central really is yet with that only one game against another winning uh, record team. They've, they've taken care of business against all the bad teams, so you would think uh, we should have a pretty good matchup here tonight. It's getting dark, sun setting over there as we start an hour later tonight because the Hastings St. Cecilia softball team played in the state championship today. Unfortunately, the Hawkins lost uh, in the first game 9-5 to and then lost the second game 13-1, uh, to that one in three innings. And so, but that's why we're starting a bit later here tonight because of that. Uh, congrats to the Hawkettes on a great season, though. That That's pretty impressive, making the state championship right there. And so we got both head coaches uh, interviews coming up for you in our Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealers. As we got Gabe Eberhardt of Fillmore Central coming up first, and then we'll talk with Clint Head uh, interviews from earlier this week. As once again, Fillmore Central and Hastings St. Cecilia going on tonight here on ESPN Tri-Cities in Hastings 1550 AM and 92.7 FM. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. Back here for the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show on ESPN 1550 and 92.7 FM. I'm here with Fillmore Central coach Gabriel Eberhardt right here on the pregame show. Coach, last year's team went 2-7. and seven. How has it been to flip the script this year and be 6-1? and one? Uh, It's been pretty amazing. Uh, our kids really bought into the weight room this summer, and we went to some camps, and 
they put a lot of extra work in, just throwing during the summer, getting together. I mean, like I said, the weight room, first off, was the biggest thing. We had a majority of our team was here constantly this summer, and they put a lot of work in and got stronger and faster, and it's been a lot of the reasons we're having the success we're having this year. Building that weight room, building that culture, this is your third year with the program. Uh, do you feel like you're starting to implement some of the things that you want for the culture in this program? Oh, I think absolutely, yeah. The, the, and it's all, it all comes down to the kids and their buy-in and how much they really want to be a part of building something as well. I mean, they've done everything we've asked them to do. This group right here was not very thrilled about how last year went, and they took it upon themselves to put in the work it takes to be successful, and they've done a great job so far. Uh, what did your team do well in last week's 27-6 uh, to 6 win over GICC? Uh, not as much as we would like, to be honest. I mean, we they kind of gave us a little trouble at times, which was not something we wanted. But we uh, defensively, we played extremely well. We were able to limit what they were able to do on offense. And offensively, we had some good things at times. But offensively, we had uh, more to work on this week than we would have liked to. For the season, you said that uh, Trevin Stassen's your quarterback. His play would kind of be big for you. How have you felt about the play from him this season? Uh, yeah, it's kind of been interesting. We've had a pretty good QB battle throughout the year. At the beginning of the year, we had him and Cade Cooper were kind of going back and forth, and Cade's an extremely athletic guy that can help us out in a lot of different spots, so they were, once we kind of, we were doing a lot of rotations with those two, and Trevin started doing some things pretty well, and we knew we could use Cade somewhere else, and so we still have two pretty good quarterbacks, and Trevin's been able to do a great job so far. Keegan Theobald and Luke Kimbrough have been a nice little tandem for your rushing offense this season. What has been the key to those guys' success? Uh, they just, they're just hardworking guys. I mean, like I said, they're two guys that are weight room warriors, and they put in a lot of work. They watch a lot of film. They, they know what to expect on offense and defense. I mean, they're running hard. They're doing a lot of great things for us. I couldn't just label one or two things. They're doing outstanding for us. Well, what have been some of the guys up front that have made those uh, rushing attacks, your rushing attacks so efficient this year? Uh, once, once again, in the weight room, our offensive line has done an outstanding job in the weight room. They've got a lot bigger, a lot stronger. We, A lot of them were sophomores last year playing against some really good competition, so they had to go against some very good talent. And uh, they kind of learned from that, and they got stronger, they got better, and they have done an outstanding job this year. Um, you've held every team to 20 points or under except for your loss against Wilbur Claytonia. Uh, defensively, what has been kind of the key to keeping teams uh, held under that 20-point mark? Uh, communication. Our guys communicate extremely well. They're, they're calling stuff out the whole time. They're a pretty loud defense. They, I mean, they do fantastic with letting everybody know where they're supposed to be. And I mean, credit, you know, that just credit them for doing – all the things that we ask them to do. They're very coachable at practice. They understand what we're trying to do and the change in our game plan each week, and they do a great job with it. District championship on the line this week against Hastings St. Cecilia. Has that come up throughout the week in meetings and talks with your team? Uh, not. I mean, it's, it's a big game for us. We don't necessarily think it's the district title game because we would still have to play Will, or Wood River after that, and they're a very good team as well. So it's definitely... It's a, definitely a big step in the district title race, and it's a big step in our goal of trying to go 1-0 and every week, but also trying to make sure that we're able to make the playoffs. This is a big game. So we don't, we're not necessarily focused on the district title. It's more just it's the next game against a very talented squad. What have you seen from Hastings St. Cecilia on film? I mean, they're, they're not 7-0 they're not seven, seven by accident. They're a very good football team. they got a lot of talent. The stuff they do, they do extremely well, and... It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a big game. It's going to be an exciting game. It's one that we're excited to be a part of and play a good, talented team at St. Cecilia. What do you think will be some of the keys for you guys to get the victory? 
Uh, defensively, just stopping their quarterback. He's he's very good. He's very talented. He does everything well. And just when you think he's going to make a mistake, he does something incredible. I mean, he's very good. Their receivers run extremely good routes, so we're going to have to be ready for that. Their running backs are quick. I mean, they're they're very talented. So we're going to have to just be ready on all sides of the ball defensively and offensively. We're going to need to know our assignments and know where they're coming from because they're they're aggressive defensively as well. They have a very good defense. All right, coach. I think that's all I got for you. So thank you for your time. Awesome. All right, thanks. That was more Central Coach Gabe Eberhart right here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. When we come back, we'll talk to Hastings St. Cecilia Coach Clint Head right here on ESPN 1550 and 92.7 FM. Back here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here with Hastings St. Cecilia Head Coach Clint Head. Coach, last week against Wood River, your team got the 53-7 win. They were one of the best teams on your schedule, and how did it feel to get such an emphatic win? Yeah, I was I was excited for our guys. They came out and we had prepared all week. Uh, we prepared well and uh, came out and physically played. I know Wood River was a little banged up. They were missing a couple of their kids, which I think had an impact on them as well. Um, but I really I, I really thought our guys prepared well last week and really got ready to play. Carson turned the ball over three times last week with the two interceptions and a fumble. Has ball security been a priority in practice for him this week? Yeah, you know, I, a couple of those things happened. I mean, he got hit. The the fumble, he got hit, um, you know, late on a play. You know, at the end of the play, um, it came out. That stuff happens. We haven't done that all year. And then, you know, uh, two of the interceptions, just, you know, the first one was just a late throw. And the second one, you know, we put him in a situation, and he was trying to throw it actually out of bounds. And the kid from Wood River made a nice play. So uh, those are things that will get cleaned up. Quinn rushed for 138 yards. Quinn Rosno, what made him emerge as your top running back these past few weeks? Yeah, I tell you what, I, he's really doing a good job of running behind his pads, getting his shoulders down, running behind his pads. Um, you know, Chase would Chase Evans would have had a lot more carries in the game. They would have split. Um, Chase hurt his hand uh, during the football game. He's fine. He'll be back. Um, but he hurt his hand during the game, so we just kind of pulled back on him a little bit. But uh, Quinn's done a good job of developing, uh, seeing the holes, and then getting in behind his blockers and really uh, letting them do some work for him. Uh, Cooper Butler had four receptions for 81 yards last week. What did he do well to get open? Yeah, Coop's done a great job all year. He just he runs really good routes. Um, he does a good job of setting things up and runs really good routes. And then, you know, he has an ability to, to separate from the defensive back once he, you know, makes his move. And then do you think Jensen Anderson is the shiftiest player on your team? I've seen him make a lot of great moves in the open field this year. Boy, I tell you what, he's done a great job. And that kid, yeah, he's shifty. He really is. Uh, he's pretty quick when he gets out in the open, and, and he's hard to tackle out there. Uh, you never seem to get see him get a square hit put on him. You know, everybody's always got to come from an angle because he's he's got really good feet. Um, and in the last game I covered for your team, I noticed Dawson only plays defense this year after starting at running back. What went into that decision to just have him play defense? Uh, he had an injury that first game, but is there kind of more to that? No, I think I you know a couple things. We only have twenty four guys, so trying to build depth. Um, it's really nice to keep him off the field. I'd love to have him back on offense, but I, I think part of it is the knee, but also the other part of it is Dawson does such a good job. When you can keep a guy like that fresh, him and Braden Rupp play defense for us, and, um, you know, we've kind of kept him over there. Not that they're not good enough to play on offense, that's for sure, but uh, we've kept him over there. He keeps him fresh, and, and those guys are the ones running the defense over there. 
I believe you guys have the chance to clinch the district championship this week with a win against Fillmore Central. Are the guys extra motivated to get out there and accomplish one of their big goals for this year? Yeah, you know, I, we've talked a little bit about that, but I think they're just they're they're hungry to get back to Duncan. Uh, we really like playing in Duncan, and they want to come to Duncan, and I think they want to finish out you know their their high school career at least in the regular season undefeated in Duncan, and I think that's probably a bigger push. You're also the top team in PowerPoints right now in control of that number one seed for the playoffs. Has this been a topic of conversation for you guys? And are you guys, I guess, are you as a coaching staff kind of watching the other teams that are up there up top? Yeah, we really don't talk about it much. Um, it's not one of those things we talk about with the guys. Uh, we've got some coaches on our staff that do a great job. You know, Coach Kissinger is all over the PowerPoints, and, and he understands where things need to fall. And I just rely I rely on him for that. Like, he's, he's very, very good with it. And, um, you know, I, I try not to concern myself too much with it. I just, you know, it's, it's what we're going to get done. What have you seen from this Fillmore Central team on film? It's a pretty good rushing attack you're going up against this week. Yeah, I tell you what, they do a nice job. They run, they run uh, some formations that that are good formations for what they do and for their personnel. Uh, they're big and physical up front. They do a nice job of taking care of the down linemen, um, and then they've got they've got three kids in the backfield that can really hurt you. There, you can't arm tackle these kids. They'll run through it. Uh, they're thick kids. They're explosive that way. Um, and then when they want to throw it, they have great play action off all their run game, and that's really made them tough. Um, they're, they're a good football team. What will be some of the keys for you guys to get the victory this week? I think we're, we're going to have to be physical at the point of attack, and that's both sides of the ball. We're going to have to be physical at the point of attack. Uh, that's that's the thing we've been telling our kids all week. Um, we've got to get on and finish on the offensive side, finish blocks, make sure we're comboed the right way we're supposed to combo to. Uh, defensively, we have to be in our gaps. We've got to be gap sound, and we've got to be physical when we get there. All right, Coach, I think that's all I got for you this week, so good luck on Friday. Hey, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. That was Hastings St. Cecilia head coach Clint Head right here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. When we come back, we'll have starting lineups and the kickoff for you right here on ESPN Tri-Cities. here at Duncan Field. Thanks to both coaches for giving me some time earlier this week to talk to them, chat with them about their football teams. Let's go through the starting lineups here real quick, and then maybe when we come back we'll have uh, score updates for you here from around the state. Once again, gain off to about uh, an hour later here, kickoff time at 8 p.m. here between Hastings St. Cecilia and Fillmore Central at Duncan Field. Let's start with your Starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. 
as we will start with Fillmore Central. Uh, Keegan Theobald should be playing running back here today. Dylan Gawecki, uh one of the receivers up backs. Uh, they kind of run a bit of a old style, not quite as old style as uh, Georgia Tech, but they do kind of run that wishbone type offense. Jaron Tweedy starts at wide receiver. He's just a sophomore right there. Uh, one of the leading receivers on this Fillmore Cent Central Panther team. Luke Kimbrough starts as one of the running backs as well. Trevin Stassens is the quarterback on the offensive and defensive line. Jackson Turner, Marky Heinrichs, Hunter Lukes, all, uh, and then Blake Nunn on that line. And then Jaden Wolf uh, plays that tight end spot. Nathan Schramm on the offensive line as well. Jaden Wolf plays at tight end. And then looking at defensive starters, you got Aiden Heinrichs, the senior, Dan Stoner. Uh, the sophomore as well. And so there's your starters tonight for Fillmore Central. The Panthers, as once again, look for a rushing attack from them here tonight. For Hastings, St. Cecilia, Jensen Anderson starts out wide receiver, the junior, 155 pounds. Cooper Butler, the senior, 175-pound receiver. Uh, you'll see a bit of Quinn Rosno on running back. Not quite sure who will start. Uh, Coach Head mentioned that Chase Evans, the usual starter had that hand injury last week, but Rosno played well in his place last week. Uh, Carson Kudlicek is the starting quarterback, uh, having a huge year uh, for Hastings St. Cecilia as senior night for him here tonight, his last home game here at Duncan Field, except they probably will host in the playoffs tonight, his final home game, but it is senior night here for uh, the Blue Hawks. As Kudelchek on the year, 92 for 140, 1,764 yards passing this year. 23 passing touchdowns, only seven interceptions. Two of those coming last week. Uh, and then you also got uh, Dawson Kissinger starts on defense. Hayden DeMuth starts as the other receiver, number 24, a senior as well. Braden Rutt on that offensive line as well. Thomas Thomas, Jane Lagudas. Also big players, Kitten, uh, Krikoch as well for the Blue Hawks. And those are your starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Carney. When we come back, we'll take a look at some of the scores from around the state as we get you ready for kickoff here. Kind of Pac-12 after dark type vibes. High school, Nebraska high school football after dark just here an hour later. Right here on ESPN 1550 and 92.7 FM. Back here at Duncan Field, here for the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealers, as they're about Blue Hawks running out onto the field here right now. Uh, the field conditions are brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans with Impact Partners and Pioneer Seed, Science with Service, Delivering Success. Duncan Field looking as great as ever here tonight for the last uh, regular season home game for Hastings St. Cecilia as they take on Fillmore Central here tonight. Get you some scores. I want to remind you that we will have the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show going to be a bit later tonight. Uh, Doug Duda most likely. Yep, Doug Duda will be on the call for that tonight. He'll go through all the scores with you on uh, 98.9 The Vibe and then it'll simulcast on all of our stations and even here on ESPN Tri-Cities and Hastings after we get done here tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, as 
We will go through the national anthem. When we come back, we'll go through scores and get ready for kickoff here on ESPN Tri-Cities. I think that might be enough ads for the night. Sorry about that. Technical difficulties. Fillmore Central got the ball and immediately went down the field and scored. Hastings St. Cecilia won the toss and deferred. Fillmore Central all the way down the field and scored. It was Keegan Theobald. He had an 11-yard rush, uh, then a 15 or a 35-yard catch all the way down to the 15-yard line and then a 15-yard touchdown run right there uh, by Dan Stoner uh, gained the rush right there. And all of a sudden, Fillmore Central is off to a 7 to nothing lead here to start the game. As Cooper Butler back to receive it. Once again, apologize for those technical difficulties. 9.57 here. Once again, apologize for those technical difficulties. Should be on air here now. Hastings St. Cecilia starts at the 29-yard line. Flag thrown on the quick screen out here. As dark black number is going to be kind of hard to see underneath the lights for Hastings St. Cecilia, so bear with me. Cooper Butler on the catch. Probably going to come back. I'm guessing a legal formation before the snap here. That's kind of the area you see that flag once again. Fillmore Central scored on the first drive. Seven to nothing as a 15-yard touchdown run by number 17, Dan Stoner. A 35-yard catch. Keegan Theobald from Trevin Stassens. As it wasn't quite the wishbone offense I was expecting. They do go with some other stuff. I saw some wishbone on the film last week, but Fillmore Central. So ball moved back to the 15 on the spot foul on the holding call here. As once again, seven to nothing, your score 947 left here in the first quarter. Grant Tyler with you here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Fake handoff, Kudlacek keep up the middle. Maybe got a yard. As, nope, they gave him two yards. It's second down and 18. Oh, actually, second down and 24. Yeah, that, yep, 24. Second down and 24 coming up. Hasting St. Cecilia facing some ad, uh, adversity here on the first two possessions. Kudlacek looking to throw. Looks left, now goes back to right. Wheel route was overthrown and almost intercepted on that play by Cade Cooper, the free safety out there for the Panthers. Not quite in his hands, but he was probably about two yards away from that one. They just kind of ran a wheel route on the outside. Covered pretty well. Did have a step over there, I believe, was Jensen Anderson. Third down, 22 coming up from their own 17-yard line. Glad you can join us here on ESPN Tri-Cities. I was going to give you some scores. I'll just give you the final. Carney beat Lincoln Northeast 48-0 in Class A. Deeper out. Right side is caught. Down the sideline. Big gain across midfield. And 20 more yards past midfield. Down to the 30-yard line. What a night, just kind of a go route right there for Cooper Butler making that catch right there. So Cooper Butler from their own 17 up to the other 30 yard line as that's a 53 yard gain right there.
Kudlachek give up the middle, big hole. This is gonna be six for the Blue Hawks. Touchdown, Hastings St. Cecilia. Chase Evans gained the start tonight. He gets the 30 yard touchdown run and we got a shootout here in the first quarter. Seven to six now, your score pending the extra point, 8.58 left in the first quarter. So Fillmore Central goes right down the field. Hastings St. Cecilia backed up third down in 22. Big play to Cooper Butler. And then the big run right there by Chase Evans. Extra point is up and no good. Wow, you don't see that from Kudlacek a lot. So the score remains at 7-6. to six. Fillmore Central with the early lead over Hastings St. Cecilia. We'll take a break. Actually, let's stick it here. You heard enough commercials, I would think. Uh, let's give you some score updates. Haven't checked here in about five or ten minutes, but here's the latest. We got Grand Island was being Omaha North in the second quarter, 24-14. Ralston over Hastings in the second quarter, 21-7. GI Northwest over Lexington at the end of the first quarter. That score was 7 to nothing. Am Central McCook, that's on News Channel Nebraska Television. That game tied at 7. Broken Bow over or, or tied with Ord, excuse me, in the second quarter, tied at seventh. St. Paul Central City, uh, St. Paul leads 13 to 12. It's halftime in that Grand Island game, 24-14. Halftime, Donovan Trumbull leads GICC 14 to three. Uh, looking at some other updates coming through here. That Ord game is at half, 21 to seven now. Ord with the lead over Broken Bow. Central City leads St. Paul 20 to 13 at the half. So a lot of games going to halftime right now as we're getting started here. 8.58 left in the first quarter, seven to six, Fillmore Central with the lead. Got a 17 yard touchdown run on their first drive. This kick is low, taken on a bounce at the 20 by the guy who scored, uh, Dan Stoner. And Stoner trucked the man and took this one up to about the 35 yard line. So that will be good starting Field position for the Panthers here as they have the one-point lead. In the first half, Holdridge leads Kozad 21-7. to Might be hearing a lot of scores from me tonight, trying to update it as we go. 40-13, to Aurora over Fairbury, I believe. Yep, 40-13, second quarter. Snap back, Stassen's zone read will be immediately stuffed in the backfield. Actually, that was Cade Cooper back there playing quarterback. As lost of about four yards on the play. Nice job by Braxton Wiles at defensive end for the Blue Hawks making that play right there. Loss of four for Cade Cooper on the rush. As second down and 14. Coming up. Give up the middle. Trying to weave his way through the hole and is. Finds the hole. Big hole up field right here for Keegan Theobald. And Theobald has crossed midfield up to about the 39-yard line, we'll say. So big-time run right there of 31 yards for Theobald. They're finding success on those off-tackle kind of runs. You know, if they they find the time to read the hole in the backfield, and then they just go. Cade Cooper is starting quarterback here tonight, I believe. 
for instead of Trevin Stassens. Cooper looking to throw. They came out of eye formation. Throws across the middle. Pass complete. And it's going to be close to a first down right there as Jaron Tweedy, the sophomore, brings this one up to around the 24-yard line, 25-yard line. It's a gain of 13 for Tweedy, his first catch of the night. Cooper's second completion of the night. Two for two, 48 yards, not a bad start. It's another first down, 7.30 left. Fillmore Central has the 7-6 lead. Glad you can tune in with us here on ESPN Tri-Cities. I-formation once again. Tight end on the left. They give it this time once again to Theobald. And Theobald is going to run off behind the left guard for about a gain of four up to the 21. It's Theobald. I have him right now with four carries for uh, 46 yards. See how they mix in some other guys here. Panthers, first two possessions, looking pretty good to start this game. As they do a snap count and they get the defensive tackle to go off sides on this one. Kyler Ellie, the man to jump right there. Free five yards will bring up second down and one. So second down and one, still looking at other scores potentially, but to come out in a formation. Two wide receivers on each side, two tight ends on each side. Lost the snap Cooper did, so kind of a busted play. He still, I believe, got the first down. Just running off that right side, dropped the snap. I think it was a designed run for him anyway, designed option. So it kind of worked out. He did get the two yards he needed to get the first down right there. So first and 10 ball at the Hastings St. Cecilia Blue Hawk 14 yard line. Sticking with the I formation here. Toss out left side Theobald. Theobald not much going there. Will be hit and dropped in the backfield. Maybe even got to the line of scrimmage. No gain right there. Brings up second down. And 10 coming up, Riverside 13, Ravenna nothing uh, early in the third quarter. That's score for you. Once again, the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show coming up later tonight. Second down and 10 coming up here. As clock has stopped, even though it was a run. No, still ro rolling. 540 and counting. Come out two wide receivers to the left. Put one in motion, give to Theobald immediately. Blown up in the backfield. So Thomas Thomas, going to trust the PA announcer on that one. Once again, black numbers, kind of hard to read on those blue jerseys. But Thomas Thomas with the blow up right there. They just kind of ran it behind the guard. Thomas Thomas immediately in the backfield. Loss of four on the play right there for Theobald. Brings up third down and 14. Aurora up 47 to 13 late in the second quarter. Over February, shotgun snap. Gonna look to throw, throws that to his running back, knocked down at the line. Great play, getting his hands up right there. Dawson Kissinger coming in at the linebacker blitz and it'll be fourth down and 14 from the 18 yard line. Probably four down territory here, unless you got a kicker that you really like. 
I believe they might be sending a kicker out there. Yeah, I I can't wait to see this. Not something you've seen Class C2 a whole lot. A 35-yard field goal attempt off the right foot of, I believe, Dylan Gawecki. So Gawecki snapped down. It's a pretty good hold. The kick is blocked. Hastings State Cecilia came right through and blocked that kick right up the middle. And they recover it at about the 28-yard line. So Fillmore Central for the field goal attempt really only lost 10 yards right there. Um, didn't get punished too hard for it, but a very exciting momentum-changing play to block that kick right there for the Blue Hawks. Trailing 7-6, 4.46 left here in the first quarter. 8 o'clock kickoff for you here tonight. As I'll get started right here at their own 27-yard line is what the scoreboard says. Three wide receivers to the left. Fake the handoff screen pass out here to Jensen Anderson. Anderson going to take this up the sideline, pushed out of bounds right there by Jaron Tweedy. Anderson going to get, we'll give him to about the 33, 34. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say about a five-yard gain right there for Jensen Anderson on the catch. As him and Cooper Butler, the two guys, get catches tonight for the Blue Hawks. Handoff up the middle this time. Right around the right side. Big hole for Chase Evans. Evans is across midfield to the 48-yard line. Gain of 18 right there for Chase Evans. He is a... Touchdown run of 30 yards and now a gain of 18 right there. Brings up first down and 10. Score update for you. Highline over Cambridge right now, 42 to 24 at the half. South Loop leads in Sono Myrna, 42 to nothing at the half. Snap back, Kudlacek. Just a quick little out route, Cooper Butler, and Butler's going to be close to the first down, running up the sideline right here. Butler, they will give him the first down up to, let's say, the 37-yard line. So a gain of 11 right there for Cooper Butler. They just have the, t they have um, on that play three wide receivers on the left side. Butler's the end guy, just runs the quick little two-yard out route, and the other two guys run up field, and usually Butler finds himself open on that one. As the give right here to, I believe, Quinn Rosno makes his first appearance. Yep, Rosno. Gets about, we'll say, eight yards right here up to the 29-yard line. Second down and two coming up. Rosno, nice to see him out there. Had a big game last week when Evans was hurt with that hand injury. Kudlacek, going to look to throw. Going deep over the middle into traffic. It's knocked away, incomplete. So looking for Cooper Butler once again. I got to remember Cooper Butler wearing the white sleeves here on this chilly night. That'll be his indicator for me. White sleeves, Cooper Butler over the middle, just kind of on the uh, go route up the middle of the field right there. Incomplete two guys in coverage would have been a pretty tough throw to make. Loomis leads Bertrand 22-12 in the third quarter. As here we go, give to Rosno. He only needs about a yard or two. He does have a yard or two up to the 20-yard line. Give him about 
nine yards on that carry. So St. Cecilia, first and 10, just running it off the right side right there with Rosno. They're kind of moving the ball at will right now as they break. They're no huddle. Everybody looking to the sideline still. Kudlachek, two wide receivers to the right, one to the left. He's got a tight end on each side of the line as well. Cooper Butler in motion. We got a pre-snap penalty. Illegal formation. Illegal procedure on the offense. Back him up five yards. So first and 15 coming up here. Heartland leads Pleasanton 44 to nothing. They are heading to the fourth quarter in that game. So first down 15. We've seen that a lot this year with the Blue Hawks. When they do those motions, they get called for a legal procedure uh, quite a bit. I feel like I see that at least one or two times a game from them. So Butler, once again, will go in motion. They'll try the same thing. Going behind Kudlacek. Kudlacek looking to throw. There's a blitz off the left side. Rolls right. Throws right. Incomplete. Oh, kind of a jump ball out there for Jensen Anderson. Uh, the bigger man right there, Cade Cooper, the safety out in coverage. Um, almost made the interception. Did a nice job breaking down and coming over and breaking that one up. So we got halftime in Ansley as Elm Creek leads Ansley Litchfield 28-20 to at the half. Kudlacek, three wide receivers to the right, nobody to the left. Fake to give to Rosno on the zone. Reed Kudlacek trying to run left, and he will be hit and dropped in the backfield by Jaden Wolf, making the nice tackle right there. So third down and 19 coming up. Kudlacek's first run of the night, I believe, is a loss of four right there. So third down and 19 underway. And I'm not quite sure if you're in four down territory at the 29-yard line of the Panthers. It's going to be kind of tough to tell. Cooper Butler in motion from left to right. That makes it trips right there. Now blitz off the left side. They call it perfectly. It's a running back screen on the left side. Rosno has a lot of room to run. Tackled all the way down to the 10-yard line. It's a gain of 19 on third and 19. Let's see if they'll give him the first down. It's awful close. What a heck of a call by the Blue Hawks right there. And they will give him the first down. 19-yard reception by Rosno. And it's a first down for the Blue Hawks. First down in goal. They can get the uh, first down inside the ten, inside the one. So it's just first and ten right outside the ten. Give right up the middle to Evans. Evans gets right into the pile. Actually, scratch that. That's Rosno wearing the black sleeves tonight. So, three-yard carry right there by Rosno. Second down and seven coming up. Halftime, GI Northwest leads Lexington 31-10. to 10. So, GI Northwest was up 7-0 early. Now they're up 31-10. to 10. Kudlacek throw right side. Guy wide open trying to dive for the pylon. Mark him out at the one. 
believe Jensen Anderson once again out there just couldn't quite get into the end zone on that one. So he'll mark him down at the one. It's a gain of, we'll say, six. It will be. So it's third down and goal from the one. They moved the chain, so they couldn't get the first down inside the one. So third down and goal at the one. 58.2 left here in uh, the first quarter. Seven to six, Fillmore Central, Hastings, St. Cecilia trying to drive in to take the lead. Kudlacek run off to the left side, quarterback keeper, and he is in for the touchdown. Carson Kudlacek, we'll give him two yards there. Uh, eh, give him a yard. Third down and goal from the one. They just keep it with Kudlacek score. 12 to seven after the five points bang touchdown by Hastings, St. Cecilia. They missed the extra point last time. Let's see what they elect to do with Kudlacek here. Uh, it's looking like they're going for two. Not really. There was a breeze earlier in the pregame when I was getting set up, but right now it's pretty calm out there, feels like. Kudlacek looking to throw. Now running out to his right, trying to throw over the top of the defender. He does. What a heck of a pitch and catch. Cooper Butler out there. I did not think Kudlacek had a window to throw that ball. Just threw it over top of the defender right there. Heck of a throw by Kudlacek to make the score. 14 to 7, 54 seconds left here in the first quarter. We'll take a break right here on ESPN 1550 and 92.7 FM. Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show coming up later tonight. It has gone final. Mitchell B. Valentine, 21 to 20. So I that score to the queue. Once again, Doug Duda will be hosting your scoreboard show tonight after he gets done with his game. Might be on a little later, trying to get back to the studio. Catch made at the 10. Now up across the 25-yard line. Loses the ball. It's loose. Hastings St. Cecilia has it at the 32. Just losing the ball late right there was go, go, uh, Dylan Gowecki, I believe. And just losing the ball right there, Gawecki. And now Hastings St. Cecilia will have it in plus territory. I believe recovering that fumble was number 10, J.P. Herchner. Herchner making a huge special teams play right there, getting dapped up by his teammates on the sideline. 44 seconds left, 14 to 7. Hastings St. Cecilia with the lead. They get the ball at the Panther 32-yard line. St. Cecilia give up the middle. Kudlacek to, I believe, Evans. Yep. Evans with the three-yard carry right there up the middle. So 29-yard line there now. Halftime in Aurora. Aurora leads 53-13. to 13. Roncalli up over Ashland Greenwood, 9-7 there in the third quarter. Kudlacek man in motion is Jensen Anderson from the right to the left. Looking to throw now, rolling out right. Lots of running room out to the right, and Kudlacek's going to use it. So he goes out of bounds inside the 15 up to around the, let's go, 14-yard line. It is a gain of 15 on the run for Kudlacek right there. So first down and 10. Nice job by Kudlacek on that one. 
He's been rolling out to the right a lot in this game. Pressure's been coming from the left for Fillmore Central for most of the night so far. So we last play the quarter. They get off just before the end of the quarter to give up the middle to Evans. And Evans will get about three more up to about the 12-yard line. So Chase Evans with that nice run. He had the 30-yard touchdown run for Hastings St. Cecilia after Fillmore Central scored on a 15-yard run by Dan Starner. Carson Kudlacek with the one-yard touchdown run on the last drive. And then the Blue Hawks are driving again. We head to the second quarter. Hastings St. Cecilia leads 14-7 right here on ESPN Tri-Cities. 14-7, your score as we get as we get started. Uh, Chase Evans to the right. There's more lighting on this side. I can actually kind of read the numbers of Kudlacha. Kudlacha keep up the middle. He has a nice hole weaving through it and getting close to the end zone and into the end zone for the Blue Hawk touchdown. It's a five points being touchdown right here. They bring the score to 20-7. to seven. They put the hand up, one extra point. Kudlacek missed the one earlier. See what he can do here. So St. Cecilia, after having Fillmore Central score on their first drive against them, has scored 20 straight points, 21 pending the extra point. It's Kudlacek kicking from the other side here now. It's kick on the way. Big start on that left side. Might have been off sides. But the kick is blocked and not offsides, I guess. So Dylan Gawecki got a nice little jump right there on that left side of the line. Gawecki gained the block right there. Score remains 20-7, to 7, 0 for 2 on extra points tonight. 0 for 3 on kicks tonight, I guess. Hastings St. Cecilia blocked a Fillmore central field goal. So 0 for 3 on kicks tonight in this game. Just kind of weird. Not much wind, not much weather. It's just... Team's playing good defense against the kicks for the most part. And so, once again, your score 20 to 7. We'll stay here. 11.54 left in the second quarter. Trying to find some other scores for you here now. Omaha North just scored against Grand Island. They are in the third quarter, 24 to 21. Carney High once again got the win earlier tonight over Lincoln Northeast, 48 to nothing for a homecoming there. It's senior night here at Duncan Field, or at least their last home game of the year for the regular season. The number one overall wildcard seed right now as it stands. And if they win tonight, they win their district. So Dylan Gwecki back deep, fumbled on his last kickoff return. This time it's low. Will be picked up by one of the up men here at about the 15, coming up 20 to the 20 now. Tackled and wrestled down right there by Braxton Wild, spinning him a couple times right there. Ball returned by, I believe, Luke Kimbrough. So Kimbrough got it up to, they'll give it to him at the 25. So that's will, where the Panthers will get started on this drive. Feels like they haven't had the ball for quite a bit. Uh, their last possession, they did have that field goal blocked. They've been moving the ball pretty well tonight on those kind of off-tackle runs behind the guard and uh, in between the tackle. So they do come up, come out here in the I formation. Cooper the give 
off the left side, and there is a penalty flag flying up the mill. Goes Theobald. So pending the flag, Theobald right here. See what this penalty is. So a face mask right there against St. Cecilia. Didn't quite see that one, but you heard over the PEA. So that's a huge penalty. Give um, him, give Theobald about a seven yard run right there and add 15 more balls at the 48 yard line of Fillmore Central. Not quite across midfield quite yet. Final score in Pleasanton. Heartland beats Pleasanton 44 to nothing. Ball snapped. Keeper for Kay Cooper up the middle. Met at the line right there by Braden Rutt. Maybe got a yard. Yep, give him give him a yard right there up to the 49-yard line. So two yards right there for Cade Cooper. Gets him back to zero for the night. He had a rush of uh, for a loss of four to start the night. Now two two-yard rushes. As I formation once again, Cooper, fake handoff, screen play over to Theobald, read well by Braxton Wiles, been all over the field. Actually, no, excuse me, Dawson Kissinger. Kissinger playing that linebacker spot. He's made some plays here tonight too. Makes a big one right there. As yeah, we'll give him a loss of six. He'll bring up third down and around 15 coming up. So Theobald had a 35-yard catch earlier. Now a loss of six on that one. He's trying to set up that screen from left to right. Kind of turned the wrong way. Cooper turned the wrong way to hand off. And that was just kind of tough right there. Cooper, this pass tipped at the Lions. Ricocheted up into the air. And did Kissinger come down with it? Looks like he did. Dawson Kissinger, that ball. Catching it like a punt in between traffic. There's a Fillmore Central player in there. Another Blue Hawk in there. And it's an interception for Dawson Kissinger. Ball will be at the 43-yard line of Fillmore Central. Two big-time turnovers for the Panthers tonight. And let's see if St. Cecilia can capitalize on this one once again. And it looks like we got a timeout on the field by Fillmore Central, and we'll take it with them here. Take a quick break. 20 to seven, St. Cecilia leads with 10 minutes left here in the second quarter right here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Thanks to the many fine sponsors that allow us to be here tonight. Handoff, Rosno breaking many tackles in the backfield and then bringing it all the way up. Fillmore Central thought he fumbled there, at the, lost the ball there at the end, but he was down first. Five yard gain right there for Rosno. It's once again 20 to seven, your score, Hastings St. Cecilia over Fillmore Central. Rosno with carries of eight, nine, three, and five so far tonight. Ord leads 35 to seven over Broken Bow in the third quarter. Kudlicek looking to pass, blitzing, now rolling out to the right. Not much going on here, flag in the middle of the field as Kudlacek goes out of bounds. 
uh, pretty much the line of scrimmage. Maybe he lost a yard, but it'll be third down and five pending the penalty. I'm guessing and they're already moving back, looking like holding, yep, holding on Hastings St. Cecilia. will back them up 10 yards from the spot of the foul. We'll get them to replay the down right here. So I believe, yep, second down and, well, yeah, 15 coming up. Oh, no. The spot of the foul probably makes it second down and 14 here. So once again, Ordover broken both, 35-7 to seven that game in the third quarter. As Kudwacek, two wide receivers to the left, one to the right. Fake snap, looking to throw. As he's going to now run out all the way to the left. Saw a lot of open field. Kudwacek using his legs a lot here tonight. A 1,700-yard passer and making it work on the ground as well. As will give him 13 yards. Brings up third down and one coming up. Third down and one. 22-12, Loomis leads Bertrand, end of the third quarter. So they head to the fourth right there. GIC, or Grand Island, Jish recovers a fumble in the third quarter. They're driving now. As give up the middle, believe to Evans. No, Cooper Butler. The wide receiver, I believe he came on a motion on the end there and just ran it up the middle, and it will be a first down. As give him, I'll say give him a yard right there. Cooper Butler right there. Don't see him carry the ball a lot. That's first carry tonight. Give him a yard, though. Gives Moves the chains. 8.40 left here in the second quarter right here at Duncan Field. Riverside leads Ravenna 21-0. Kudocek looking to throw just that uh, middle route right there. The go route across the middle is incomplete, overthrown. It'll bring up second down and 10. As once again, Riverside over Ravenna, 21 to nothing. That game in late in the third quarter. Amherst won today earlier over Gibbon, 55 to nothing. Kulichek give up the middle. Rosno, Rosno breaking some tackles and will get to, I'm going to say, about a nine-yard gain. He's going to be just short here. Yep, nine-yard gain for Rosno brings up third down one. They're finding ways to get into third down short situations here after their first third down of the day. It was that third down 22. Going fast here now. Rosno give up the middle. It's going to be close. A lot of bodies in there. As I believe uh, you had Marky Heinrichs in on the tackle and just shy of the first down. So fourth down and one coming up. Going fast didn't quite work right there. Now they slow it down a bit. Try to get a good play in here. Still going to, I believe, yeah, still going to be in shotgun formation. Three wide receivers to the right. They got tight end off that left side. Rosno in the backfield to Kudlicek's right. It's a Kudlicek keeper option, right? They have it covered pretty well. Rosno's got to make a move. He loses the football. And I believe he was short anyway. There is also a flag in the backfield. So we'll see what the flag is. Option just to the right right there. And Fillmore Central had pretty well covered. We also do have a man down on the field for the Panthers. I believe it. 
Never want to speculate. His left leg going up and down in the air. Trying to get up now. Hopefully not too serious. As we'll haven't seen what the flag is quite yet. Holding. So it's holding. So do you want to accept it? Not quite sure if they got the stop, I guess. But it looks like it will be accepted by Fillmore Central. And that brings up fourth down and 11. So now what do you do? Ball at the 36. It's kind of the in-between range between punting and uh, going for it and plus territory here. Your defense has been making stops, gaining the turnovers the last couple possessions. Wow, Cretna leads Omaha South 64-3, to which that's, one of, that's the top team in the state right now against one of the uh, closer to the bottom teams in Class A, but still impressive for the Gretna Dragons. They are going for it. Kulacek, three wide receivers to the left, one to the right. One to the right is Cooper Butler. It's going to look left, throw left, has a man out there. It's caught. First down, caught it right around the sticks and took it up to the 20-yard line. I believe it was Hayden DeMuth gain on the board tonight for his first catch. So it's a 16-yard gain up to the 20-yard line. Nice little pitch and catch right there, so... I'm not quite sure if they got the stop there on fourth down. Fillmore Central did a lot better job on that option play, uh, the play before before the holding. So the holding call may be bailing out the Blue Hawks right there. They just got they got really good route schemes. Just an in route right there from Demuth. Other uh, the guy on the inside of him running an in route as well. Rosno keeper up the middle is going to be tackled after about a three yard gain. Up to around the 16-yard line, we'll say. Second down and six, the PA guy says. So a four-yard gain right there for Rosno. Uh, high line over Cambridge, 50-24 in the third quarter. We're here in the second quarter, 20-7. to Hastings St. Cecilia with the lead over Fillmore Central. Here from Duncan Field, 6-10 left on the clock. Kudlacek gets a snap, looks right, throws right, caught. Cooper Butler, just that little two-yard out route. He's fighting forward. He's going to be third down and short coming up. Butler going to be down at about the 11. So, yeah, third down and short once again. They haven't had much success in the last couple plays running it on third down and short. Rosno got it by about, or, yeah, Rosno got it by about a yard one time. And then uh, this last time they were stopped it looked like on the option play, and then the holding brought him back. Let's give Butler six on that play. Give Kudlacek six through the air on that last play. Kudlacek, keeper, trying to bounce off the left side. He's hit at the line and powers forward for the first down. Hit at the legs at the line and just ran off that left tackle. Gets first down at the eight-yard line. It's a gain of three on the rush by Kudlacek. It's first down St. Cecilia. Glad you can join us here on ESPN Tri-Cities for the game tonight. Thanks to our many fine sponsors for allowing us to cover Hastings St. Cecilia action. As Kudlacek keeper off the left side. It was an option keeper. He's still trying to power towards that goal line. Fighting through a couple defenders. We'll be down inside the five. Well, given, yeah, given the three as... So five-yard gain right there. 
Grant Allen took advantage of that fumbled. It's now 31-21. to 21. Islanders still in the third quarter, about a minute left in the third quarter there. We'll have tons of final scores hopefully rolling in through for you later throughout the night. As halftime, hopefully I should be able to track down most of them. Five minutes left. We got a pre-snap penalty and a stoppage of play as they ran it up the middle with, uh, I believe, Cooper Butler. So, yep, false start, second down and eight coming up. 29-13, uh, Central City over St. Paul. believe that one in the third quarter as well. So, second down, goal from the eight, coming up. As... Kulacek, shotgun formation. He's got Rosno to his right. Two wide receivers to the right. Demuth on the way outside. Anderson in the slot. He's got motion. Cooper Bower, who was on the left to the right. And we got another pre-snap penalty from the line judge down the bottom of our angle here on our near side. And they call an illegal procedure on Hastings St. Cecilia. They point at Hayden Demuth. I'm not quite sure what he did. He wasn't really moving. Maybe he was on the line quite right, but nonetheless. Hampton with the 64-32 win over St. Edward. That game in six-man. Hampton will play for the district title next week in six-man football. As here we go, second down goal from the 13 following the false start and illegal formation penalty. Same formation. Motion Cooper Butler again from the left to the right. So you got three receivers on the right side. Kudlachek looking to throw. Nobody open. Got the roll out right. Just going to have to throw this one over everybody's head. Out of bounds. Was felt, feeling the pressure right there from Dan Stoner. Stoner making his presence felt on that one. So it's third down and goal from the 13. We'll see what the Blue Hawks can draw up. Uh, congrats to the Hawkettes uh, softball team, the Hastings St. Cecilia softball team earlier today, uh, coming up second place uh, in the state tournament. As losing their first game 9-5 to and their second game 13-1, to but that's still awesome they made there. Congrats on the awesome season. Hastings St. Cecilia. Two wide receivers to the right, two to the left. They get the ball at the 13. Third down and goal just under four minutes here in second quarter. Kulacic, fake handoff keeper. Not going to get much. Maybe got a yard or two. Just give him two yards right there. Brings up third down and goal from the 11. It's 340 and counting. Fillmore Central will most likely get the ball back. Fourth down goal from the 11 is what it brings up. Excuse me, marker says fourth down. Yep. So on third down goal from 13, they get two yards. Fourth down and goal from the 11. Two wide receivers on each side once again. They're going for it. And looks like we got a timeout. Hastings St. Cecilia. Clint Head wants to talk this one over. And so with that, we're going to take a quick little timeout break. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians. The Carney taking care of you since 1994. We are okay where you need us, specializing in you. 20-7, Hastings St. Cecilia over Fillmore Central. 3.21 left here in the second quarter.
back here at, at Duncan Field. 20 to seven, Hastings St. Cecilia with the lead. Grant Ty with you here. End of third quarter, Grand Island leads Omaha North. Uh, 31 to 21, that one just coming through. Loomis over Bertrand, 38 to 12, that game in the fourth quarter as well. As Kudlacek looking to throw. Now rolling out to the left, facing pressure from Stoner. Tip pass incomplete. Great defense out there by, I believe, number nine, Isaac Pauling. But there is a flag down at the line. I believe it's holding. Uh, the Blue Hawks are saying their defense out there right now. And so the holding declined. Fillmore Central gets a big stop. They have a chance to make something happen here. 313 left here in the first half. As we saw them move the ball in their first two drives, uh, having a field goal block on the, their second one, and since then they've had a kickoff fumble and uh, an interception on the last time that was tipped into the air. The St. Cecilia defense has been much more aggressive on these last couple of drives. 14-14 McCook and Adams Central in the third quarter. Run off to the right here. Theobald with another carry. He got about, I'm going to go five yards right there. So Theobald running off the right side. Gets a decent game, bringing up second down and five coming up. 14-6, Donovan Trumbull over GICC, third quarter. Handoff right here, Theobald. They try the left side this time, immediately hit. At the line, believe Braden Rutt in there on that tackle. Braden Rutt, Dawson Kissinger in there. And no gain right there. Brings up third down and five. Actually, give him gain one. Third down and four coming up. 2.14 left. They're running the ball. They may be content to just go to halftime down 13. Uh, I believe, yeah, Hastings St. Cecilia won the toss and deferred. So I would think he would try to get a score here before the half. Kate Cooper, the quarterback, going to fake the pitch on the jet sweep, fakes it, to, pitches it to another man on a pass up the field. As, yeah, Kimbroke, they kind of ran a double motion right there. It wasn't double motion, but they faked the give to the motion and have Kimbroke come on the other end and it didn't quite work. Got about two yards as that was a pass forward for Cade Cooper. So put that down in the stats as a pass. A minute 50 left. We have a timeout by I believe Hastings St. Cecilia. That's their second. And we'll stay here a minute 50 on the clock here. McCook won the Class B State Tennis Championship. Congratulations to the Bison there. Uh, is that coming through the Twitter feed? Hashtag NEB Preps on Twitter. If you guys score updates, uh, send it out. So all the fine folks from around the state keeping track of it can see what's going on. Uh, other scores that we've had for you. Uh, Riverside over Ravenna, 21-6. to That game in the fourth quarter right now. Shout out Rich Broderson for that score update. The voice of UNK Athletics. At halftime, we will have a Hastings College interview with Matt Franzen, so stay tuned for that. We'll also go through scores around the state's halftime stats and anything, any other information I can give you as well. Wood River's up 23-21 to 21 
over Chase County with uh, in the fourth quarter, 10-49 left in that game. It is a punt right here by Fillmore Central. First punt we've seen tonight. It's a little roller that's going to die at around the Blue Hawk 43-yard line. Cooper on the punt right there. I was kind of watching him punt in warm-ups. He does have a very low trajectory on his punt, but he does get good distance on it. If they can't return it, I'd rather it be low and get good distance than, you know, high and then have them return it. Holdridge over Kozad 28-14 after three. Shout out John Willis with that score update. Fellow, another voice of KLPR Student Radio at UNK. Blue Hawks. Looking on offense, Kudlacek looking to throw, rolling out right. Not much open. He's just going to run it off to the right. Multiple penalty flags. Kudlacek puts his head in the air. <laughs> Should be keeping track of Blue Hawks penalty yards because they've had a ton here tonight. Three flags flew on that one. I believe we'll have a block in the back. No, just a hold. Just a hold on that right side, but I believe Cooper Butler the wide receiver out there. And so that'll back him up 10 yards from the spot. I believe the spot was uh, across the line of scrimmage, so hopefully it shouldn't be too bad. It was three yards. Flags were three yards ahead of the line of scrimmage, so it should be first down, two yards ahead of the line of scrimmage. First down and 18 coming up here. So first down 18 minute, 31 left. St. Cecilia leads by 13 here in the second quarter. Three wide receivers to the left, tied in on that right side. It's a give up the middle, and tackled right there is Chase Evans. So Evans gets about, give him about three yards right here for Chase Evans. Second down and 15 coming up. Chase Evans on the night. Rushes of 30, 18, and then three straight three-yard rushes so far to give him a grand total of 57. Scottsbluff leads Garing at the half, 21. Then another late-night game. Nebraska high school football after dark is what I'm calling this one here tonight, starting an hour later. It's pretty much as late as you can get right there. Final score, Central Valley beat Twin Loops, 60-24. Give up the middle, Evans, another penalty flag for the Blue Hawks coming in here late. Talking to each other, trying to get it cleaned up. I believe it's going to be another holding call. 37.8 seconds left on the clock. So, spot foul penalty going to back them up to their own 27-yard line, 26-yard line. Wow. So an 11 yard penalty right there. So we're at the 37. So kind of crazy. Uh, Lincoln score for you here. Lincoln Southeast beat Omaha Bryan 55 to 14. Well, plenty of scores for you. And then we'll have a Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show. Gonna be a little late tonight. Once again, Doug Duda will be on it tonight after he gets done with his Gothenburg and Minden football game. Give up the middle. Rosno gets about, we'll give him three yards here, up to the 30-yard line. Give him four, actually. And that'll probably do for the half. 15 seconds and kind, third down, and very long coming up. They have a 20, third down 26 marked on the scoreboard. 
And so, believe, yep, that will do it for the half. And so your first half score, 20 to seven. Hastings St. Cecilia with the lead here in the ball game. The Blue Hawks with the lead over Fillmore Central. We'll take a break and head to our Ravenna Sanitation halftime show for you here. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. We'll have score updates from around the state, stats, and an interview with Hastings College coach Matt Franzen right here on ESPN Tri-Cities when we return. Forty-two to seven, Ord with the lead um, over Broken Bow. That game in the fourth quarter. It's gone final. Lincoln, Lincoln East beats Lincoln North Star, thirty-eight nothing. Just a couple scores coming across right now. But I did have time to calculate the halftime stats. We'll get that to you here, and then we'll check in with Hastings College coach Matt Franzen. Uh, we'll start with Fillmore Central as they trail twenty to seven. Hastings St. Cecilia with the lead, twenty to seven here at the half. Cade Cooper of Fillmore Central, forty-four. Passing yards on, I believe, four attempts is what I have for him right now. Very unofficial stats, by the way. Uh, but, or I guess unofficial. I'm not going to say very tonight. I think I've done a decent job. Keegan Theobald, 55 rushing yards. Dan Stoner with a 15-yard touchdown. Cade Cooper, uh, three carries, zero yards. Uh, Luke Kimbrough receiving end. Uh, Luke Kimbrough with a catch for two yards. Keegan Theobald, two catches, 29 yards. And Jaron Tweedy has a catch for 13 yards. Uh, total yards for Fillmore Central, 114, 44 of those through the year, 70 on the ground. Uh, Carson Kudlachek, as we switch over to Hastings St. Cecilia, has 113 passing yards. Uh, Chase Evans rushing has 67. Quinn Rosno, 37. Kudlachek, third, 35. And then Cooper Butler with that one carry for a yard. Cooper Butler, has three catches for 70 yards in the game so far. Hayne DeMuth, one for 16. Quinn Rosno, one for 19. Jen Jensen Anderson, two catches for 11 yards. 248 total yards for the Blue Hawks, 113 through the year, 135 on the ground, averaging 6.75 yards per carry. We'll take a break, and when we come back, Mike Will, the voice of Hastings College Bronco Athletics, right here on ESPN 1550. They're taking on... Stone College tomorrow. You can hear it tomorrow right here on ESPN 1550 and 92.7 FM at 1 p.m., I believe. Uh, yep, kickoff at 1 p.m. pregame at noon. So when we come back, he'll have a Matt Franzen interview, the head coach of Hastings College. Once again, Hastings St. Cecilia with the lead 20-7 to over Fillmore Central here at the half. Back at halftime, we'll spend a couple of minutes with Hastings head coach Matt Franzen as the Broncos are going to be in action tomorrow. They've got the Doan University Tigers coming to town for a Great Plains Athletic Conference battle there at Lloyd Wilson Field. 
Coach sitting at 5-2 and two in the season. Lost one last week to Morningside. We'll just sweep that one underneath the carpet. No, no, no use to belabor the point. We just got to... Got our butts kicked up there, huh? Well, we you know we ran into a superior opponent, no 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 question, and it, and they played that way. Um, they you know I, like as I told our team, I like to think that we that we got their attention well, well enough with our first six games to to get to get their best, and and we got their best, and and so um, you know we we didn't play well, we didn't do ourselves any favors, but I I guess unfortunately it shows that we're not there yet we're not we're not at that level yet that's that's where we're chasing that's where we want to get to um, but we've made tremendous strides in that direction but we still have a little ways to go so how do we rebound from something like that well we need to as you said we need to just wash it out and go back and play and, and I think in in this game we need to we need to get back to playing playing loose football we need to be fundamentally sound but we need to we need to be loose and we weren't in that morning side game I think we went in and they did a couple things early that really knocked us back on our heels and and then we didn't play aggressive football probably the rest of the game and we need to come out and and let it let it fly and, and play aggressive from the beginning this time I fell behind 28 to nothing last week we couldn't get our running game going so we were really behind the eight, uh, eight ball from the very beginning yeah no we were and didn't have answers you know when when you get in that position and 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 you feel like we're, we're we're trying our game plan and the things that we think we can do we're trying to do and that's not working against a team like Morningside there really isn't a plan b or a plan c so at that point you watch the clock and figure out a way to get out of there so he sings in uh Dolan this week the Tigers are sitting at three and two on the season but they've been in, in a lot of close games I think four out of their five games it's either been a one score or two score game they found ways to win some of these things. They they have they've they've you know win, winning close games is I think is kind of an art and, and it tells something about a team. You have to have some grit to win to win several close games and and these guys have done that and they've they've played well enough on defense to keep their opponents score down uh, to keep it in range and then they found ways to score enough points at the end of the game to get over the hump. Yeah, they want to play games in the, in the teens, maybe the twenties. They don't want to get up into the the 30s or the high 20s to win games. Right. No, they're they're they do want to keep it, yeah, keep that score in check and and uh, you know they're they're going to try and control the ball and control the clock and and slow things down a little bit um, and and keep you know try and keep their offense um, on the field and 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 uh, yeah they haven't scored a ton of points but they haven't given up much either. Yeah, that's going to be a challenge for us because we're going to be on the other side. We're going to try to maybe speed the pace up here. So. Well, we want to keep our offense out there as long as we can to score some points. Right, and I think it'll be two two different styles of of approach that you see when the different offensive units are out there. Um, not necessarily styles of of play, but just the tempo. That yeah, we we want to get out. We want to run plays. We want to move quick. Um, they're probably going to slow it down a little bit more and and try and control the clock and keep the defense off the field. And this defensive for Doan, they give up only 18.8 points per ball game, which is second in the league in scoring defense. So. That's kind of what they're hanging their head on, aren't they? It, it is. It is, and and they've you know they don't give up much. They've been an opportunistic defense, also. They forced several turnovers, and that's led to some of those scoring opportunities. And offensively, they've had some problems there. They they average twelve point eight points per ball game, which is the bottom of the conference. They have played a couple of different quarterbacks, maybe three quarterbacks. They played three or four different running backs, just kind of looking for something that's going to give them some spark offensively. They've cha- they they changed some things from the beginning of the season to to where we are now, halfway through the season. Yeah, even on their on their depth chart, on their two deep. And I think you're right. I think looking for looking for a spark, looking maybe for some consistency and somebody who can who can go out and produce for them. 
What do they want to do on offense? Uh, what's their philosophy? When you were there uh, several years ago, you kind of throwing the ball around, but now they're they're more leaning to the rushing game. Well, yeah, and I think it you know I think it kind of depends on on the players from year to year, and that's 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 the way we always were. Uh, I think right now they would prefer to run the ball if they can, and and run the run the clock, and again keep their defense off the field, um, and then throw when they need to. And and their their quarterbacks can move around a little bit. Can they can run the ball, um, and they're and they're not afraid to. Let those guys do that when when something opens up. Preparing for two or three different quarterbacks uh, this week is that tough? Are these a similar type of quarterbacks? Well, they're similar. They're similar enough that you're not going to see. Um, it's not going to be a different play package when a certain quarterback comes in. They're going to run the same the same plays, and so I think the bigger difference is in experience where, where they have a true freshman who's going to be playing and doesn't have much experience yet, and then and then upperclassmen who do have a little more experience. Yeah, the freshman kid is uh, the guy that's listed as the uh, starter for this ball game, and uh, Cruz Kerwin, a freshman quarterback. Do your eyes eyes light up, coach? Do we put a lot of pressure on this kid and make him think a little bit? Well, if you know, if you can pressure any quarterback, obviously it's it's a good thing. Uh, we struggled to do that last last week against one of the best quarterbacks or the best that we're going to see. Um, so if if we can if we can pressure a little bit, I think that would help our cause in a big way but at the same point you don't want to take big big chances and and give something up or leave somebody wide open uncovered and and uh, so when we do pressure we need to make sure that we're that we're locked in at the second level our game plan is probably pretty simple here we just want to get back to doing what we're doing before we we took a trip to sioux city we do we, we want to get back to playing aggressive and, and playing loose and in that game last week we we weren't loose from the beginning they morningside did a couple things early and i think I think it uh, put us on our heels, and we, we were tight the rest of the game and, and unfortunately played like it. So we need to loosen up and hopefully have some success early so we can uh, loosen up and, and have fun and, and get back to playing that kind of, that kind of tempo football. We, we have been playing a tremendous football at home. I think we're 3-0 and at home, something we haven't done for a long, long time. Trying to finish off the, the home season, Coach, uh, I, I'm sure that's one thing that you want to chalk up on the board for the offseason. Well, it is, it is a big one, and we talked about it really at the beginning of the season after winning our first home game because we didn't win a game at home last year uh, that, hey, this, this needs to become a thing. This needs to become something that we do regularly, and, and for an opponent to come in and win at Hastings on the road needs to be very, very, very rare. And so that's something that, we'll, that we do want to push. And, and another, another home win, which would be four out of four, would be, would be a, a big deal for us. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow. And uh, kickoff will be at 1 o'clock. We'll... Be on there with a pregame show at 12 o'clock noon tomorrow on ESPN 1550 and 92.7. Back here at Duncan Field. Got about four minutes left, I think, in the half. They're honoring the Hastings St. Cecilia softball team who battled hard today. Got second place, state runner-ups right here. Well-deserved honor right here for the Hawkettes softball team. Uh, let's get you some local scores here. I did a pretty good job. Big thanks to Mike Will for doing that interview with Coach Franzel. It allows me a minute to reset here, find some scores for you from across the state. Once again, the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show tonight with Doug Duda will be starting a bit later. Uh, Carney earlier today beat Lincoln Northeast 48 to nothing. Lots of finals coming through. Um, Grand Island beat Omaha North, or excuse me, they are winning in the fourth quarter over Omaha North 31-21.
Ralston was up on Hastings 34-28 with about a couple minutes left. I'll double check that score here. And I'll about GI Northwest just going to the fourth quarter against Lexington. They're up 52-10. Uh, in the fourth quarter, on news show on Nebraska Television, McCook leads Adams Central 21-14. Or just beat Broken Bill 42-7. Central City over St. Paul in the fourth quarter 35-13. Holdridge over Coza in the fourth quarter 28-14. Uh, Minden and Gothenburg is on the Vibe 98-9 tonight with Doug Duda, so tune in for that score. Aurora uh, is being Fairbury 60-13 in the fourth quarter. In Class C2, Amherst beat Gibbon 55-0 earlier today. On our other ESPN Tri-Cs, 1460-92.1 FM, we have Crane Catholic and Centura. Uh, Wood River being Chase County 23-21 in the fourth quarter. Donovan Trumbull over GICC 14-6 that game in the third quarter, I believe. Right here, it's Fillmore Central and Hastings St. Cecilia. St. Cecilia with the lead at the half, 20-7. to Superior beat Sun last night in Class D1. Class D1, eight-man playoffs coming up next week on Thursday. We will have uh, game action for you there on our News Channel Nebraska stations as well as the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show next week. In the fourth quarter, I just saw this one. Yeah, Highline is up 70-24 to over Cambridge that game. In the fourth quarter, Sandy Creek over McCool Junction, 64-22. Heartland beat Pleasanton, 44-0. And Riverside over Ravenna, 21-6 in the fourth quarter. As we move along here in Class D2, South Loop over in Selma Myrna beat them today, 48-14. Elm Creek, Ainsley Litchfield last check at the half, 28-20. Kennesaw up 32 today over Axtell in the fourth quarter. Loomis is being Bertrand 42-12 in the fourth quarter. And Overton over Burwell 45-17. Oh, score update. Riverside up 28-6 over Ravenna in the fourth quarter. That has actually gone final right there. So Riverside gets the win tonight. 28-6 over Ravenna. And six-man, all three games that we have in the area, I believe, are final. Uh, SEM last night beat Franklin 66-21. Shelton today over Harvard. 45-60, and earlier this afternoon, Red Cloud beat Wilcox Hildreth, 72-20. to uh, We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll have the second half kickoff. Hastings St. Cecilia will receive as they won the coin toss and deferred to the second half. We'll take a break right here on ESPN Tri-Cities, 1550 AM and 92.7 FM. Wood River, Chase County is a fun one. Chase County leads 35-29 over Wood River, five minutes left to play. And that one's gone final. Central City beats St. Paul 42-13. to Once again, your score here at Duncan Field. Hastings St. Cecilia leads 20-7 to at the half. They will get the ball here to start the second half of action. Once again, thank you for joining us at Duncan Field here tonight. This has been the Ravan Sanitation Halftime Show. Ravan Sanitation says your trash is our treasure. Uh, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. So once again, Central City gained the 42-13 to win over St. Paul. Here to kick for Fillmore Central. I believe it's number uh, five, Don Gawecki. Gawecki's kick is high but short. Going to be taken by Roz, or I believe Jensen Anderson actually, at about the 15. Going to take this one up 
to the 35-yard line. It was Quinn Rosnos. Quinn Rosno taking this one up to the 35-yard line, and that's where we will get started with our second half right here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Tackled by Theobald on that play. As Kudlachek, two wide receivers to the left, two to the right. Big kind of drive right here for Fillmore Central. You definitely need a stop. Don't want to get down three scores. Big run off the right side. Going to get about nine yards right here is Chase Evans on first down. So Evans with 67 yards in the first half has a solid start to the second half. Ashwin Greenwood beats Ron Colley 13-9. to Little scoring battle right there. This main game's going final. We got Nebraska football after dark here for you. High school football after dark. Run up the mill. Going to get about two yards. Tripped up right there by Theobald. But not before he gets the first down up to the 44. So needed about a yard there. Got two for Evans. As it's gone final, Grand Island beats Omaha North 31 to 21. Kudlachek looking to throw out to the left and cannot evade the rush that time of... Luke Kimbrough. So Kimbrough with the sack. We have a flag in the defensive secondary. Referees have been throwing the flags all over the place tonight. See what this one's for. And still talking it over on this one in the middle of a huddle for Fillmore Central. They're all huddled around the referees right there. Talking over quite a bit. It was a sack by Kimbrough on Kudlacek, so they, if it's on St. Cecilia, might deba be debating if you want to take it or not. Referee still talking over, holding on the defense, so holding in that defensive secondary will wipe away the Fillmore Central sack. Tons of penalties on Hastings St. Cecilia in that first half, and the first one of the second half goes the opposite way here. Final Central City gets the win over St. Paul. Said that earlier, 42 to 13. And so I believe, yeah, wow, 15-yard penalty puts them at the 46-yard line of Fillmore Central. Run up the middle by Evans is going to be stopped for no gain on the play. Tackled by Stoner on that left edge. 10.30 left. 13-point lead for the Blue Hawks. Once again, GI Northwest gained the 52-10 win tonight. Over Lexington. Shotgun formation. Two wide receivers to the right, one to the left. Kulacek fake the handoff, immediate pressure in the backfield. He's hit, gets away, but not able to get away from the second guy. Immediately hit by Jaden Wolf, and then Hunter Lukes cleans it up for the sack right there. Huge loss all the way back to the St. Cecilia 40. Loss of 14 on the play. Tackle by Aiden 
as actually Marky Hendricks, but it was Hunter Week 67 on that sack. Huge play by Fillmore Central, exactly what the doctor ordered right there. Third down and very long. Going to call it third down and 20 as they need to get from the 40 to the third down and 25. They need to get from the 40 to the 35 of Fillmore Central. Fake the handoff. Immediate pressure. It's a screen pass. This worked out well for them. Got them a first down, third and 19. Gets them about 10 yards here now. Evans bringing the ball up for about a 10-yard gain right there on third down. And it'll probably, yep, looking like it's going to force the first Hastings St. Cecilia punt of the night. Chase Evans, first catch of the night. Theobald, uh, Keegan Theobald with the tackle on that one. As the punt, low snap, going to get it away. Man was back at the 10. It's going to bounce to him and bounce, roll inside the 10 as Gawecki was back there staying at the 10. Might have been too deep. He might have been able to get a fair catch at about the 17-18 on that one. But nonetheless, Fillmore Central ball at the 10-yard line. Coming up. Fort Calhoun beats Omaha Concordia 48-7. Just kind of going through scores that pop in my feed here. As we go along. Hey, start from the bottom now we hear. Uh, Sydney beat Ogallala 26-22. Loomis beats Bertrand 42-12. Fillmore Central ball at their own nine. Come out under center. Not quite the eye formation. Fake the handoff. Cooper going to keep right side. He kind of faked the option handoff. Left, turned all the way around and went to the right. Got maybe two yards right here for Cade Cooper. So they, they had both running backs, not split behind the quarterback, but split um, kind of at an angle behind the tackles, I would say, behind the quarterback and just faked it to one of them and ran it off the right side there. First time we've seen that formation tonight. I think that's kind of the wishbone type stuff that I saw on film last week that they scored a touchdown on. Cooper, give off the right side by Kimbrough. Nope, actually that's Theobald. Excuse me, Theobald going to get about three yards, bringing up third down and five here tonight. Theobald now with 58 yards on the night. Once again, Loomis wins tonight, 42-12 over Bertrand. Third down, five coming up, huge play. Ever since that first possession, Fillmore Central has not gotten a lot going offensively in credit. The Hastings-St. Cecilia defense for a lot of their struggles. Well, snap, he's got to get on the ball, can't quite recover it, and hit in the backfield. Cooper going to lose yards back to the original line of scrimmage of the nine. So the five yards they gained taken away right there on that play. So fourth down and 10 from their own nine-yard line. And the Panthers will have to punt. 6.54 and counting here in the third quarter. 20-7. to Hastings St. Cecilia with the lead. High snap. Nice catch right there. By Cooper, that could have been dangerous on the high snap. He gets a pretty good punt away considering he's in zone, in zone. Up to the Fillmore Central 42-yard line where it's downed right there by Dylan Gawecki. And the Blue Hawks, because of the great punt on the last drive by Kudlacek, 
gain, I'm going to say, probably 18 yards in field position uh, just by punting on their last drive and getting the three and out right there. 20 to 7, 634 left here in the third quarter. Braxton Wilds running on late for the Blue Hawks. And try to get this figured out here now. And see, he's not playing tight end, he's playing guard. Wow. So somebody might be hurt at guard for the Blue Hawks looking for anything. But nonetheless, it's a give up the middle. Rosno. Rosno gets about a two yard gain right there up to the 40 yard line. Rosno's kind of been the lead back, actually. No, wow, they've split carries evenly. I mean, one was the sack on Kudlacek, I guess, I guess, but they've split carries evenly tonight between Chase Evans, Carson Kudlacek, and Quinn Rosno. That is awesome to see um, just from a participation standpoint. You have three really good rushers, and you find a way to utilize them all. Crane Prep scores with six seconds left to go, 24-20, to 20, still in the final there. McCook beats Adam Central, 2014. check back to throw, going deep. He has Jensen Anderson, wide open, touchdown! Down the sideline! Jensen Anderson just gained by the corner on the go route. Perfectly placed ball by Kudlacek. So they're at the 40-yard line, it's a 40-yard touchdown pass. A five-points bank touchdown right there. Carson Kudlacek, Jensen Anderson, on the board with a touchdown tonight. As it's, I believe, yeah, the first touchdown through the air for the Blue Hawks. They've struggled on extra points. What are they going to do here now? As they start the play clock. 26-7, 5.51 left here in the third quarter. Highline over Cambridge, 70-24. Uh, San Sanford over Mullen, 44-6. So some other scores for you there. They are going for two. A running back to the right of Kudlacek. A running back in the backfield. They fake the handoff to Evans. Gonna reverse throw into the end zone. Creative. He probably could just ran it in, but might as well get your teammate involved too. Jensen Anderson to Hayden DeMuth on that one. That was fun. They ran a fake handoff up the middle to Evans. Uh, reverse to Anderson. And Anderson probably could have ran it in. It was wide open and just... Decided to flip it over the top to Demuth because you know why not? 28 to seven, Hastings St. Cecilia with the lead. 5:51 left here in the third quarter. We'll take a break right here on ESPN Tri Cities. Once again, Highline beats Cambridge 70 to 24. Aurora over Franklin 73 to 19. And uh, Sandhills set for over Mullen, 44 to six. I saw another, yep, McCook over Adam Central, 28 to 14. Right here, 28 to seven, your score. Hastings St. Cecilia at the lead. The kick gonna be taken deep by Dylan Gawecki. Gawecki up across the 30 yard line, breaks a tackle right there. Now he's loose, 45, 50, 45, 40, tackled at the 38 yard line by Kudla. Gawecki, oh, you don't wanna see that down on the sideline. That was a heck of a return, breaking that tackle at the 30-yard line. Uh, making sure that Fillmore Central is not out of this game yet. Crane Prep wins 24-20. Quite the classic down there for them as they beat Papillion La Vista. Once again, McCook got the win tonight over Adam Central, 28-14. And Aurora, 73-19 over Fairbury. 
as I believe Galecki was able to, they're looking at him over there on the sideline, and I believe, yep, just able to get up right now. Hopefully nothing too serious. As ready to get back to action, I formation. Cooper, give off the left side. Going to get about four yards here for Keegan Theobald. He's gotten the majority of the rushes tonight. We'll give him four. Second down and six coming up. Five minutes, 15 seconds left here in the third quarter and counting. Chase County beats Wood River 35-29. Eye formation once again. Fake the handoff to the fullback. Give to Theobald, the running back. It is stuffed once again. Maybe got a yard. Bringing up third down and five coming up. Brain Rutt in there on the tackle. Yep. Brain Rutt, they've tested him tonight, and he's been up to the challenge. They've been doing a lot of inside runs. Or, you know, the outside runs are kind of what was working on that first drive. Got away from it here, but sticking with the eye formation on this drive. That's once again Chase County over Wood River, 35-29. to 29. Pass, jump pass is incomplete right there. It was quick. Just trying, maybe trying to be a bit too creative right now, if I can say that. But fourth down and about, yeah, five or six come up. Five and a half, let's call it, at the 34-yard line. They need to get to the 29 of Hastings St. Cecilia. It's definitely fourth down situation right now. Overtime between GICC and Donovan Trumbull. 14 all going into OT. Looking to throw his butler. He's going to be hit and intercepted right there. Quinn Rosno with the pick. As Butler didn't really have much choice. Threw it up to Rosno and that one was picked off. On that left side. So picked it off at the 25. It's really kind of a loss of nine yards. But you know what? Rosno with the pick, that's impressive. So. So 28-7. Jensen Anderson with the mid-third quarter touchdown for the Blue Hawks. 40 yards. They're going to run it off the right side with Rosno. And Rosno going to have a nice gain right here for the first down. Wow. So the yards he lost on the interception, he just got back on that run right there. Got 10 yards back up to the 35-yard line. It's going to be a first down here at the 35-yard line. Four minutes left here in the third quarter. As Kudlacek faked the screen wide open over the middle is Cooper Butler. Got to do the yards here, 35-yard line, and Butler is all the way into the end zone. They faked the screen. It could have been an easier throw for Carson Kudlacek. Two throws this quarter, that one of 65 Yards to Cooper Butler, and this game is broken 
wide open, 34 to seven, your score now. With 3.39 left. The extra point they have not we have not seen a made kick here yet tonight. We've seen two two-point conversions and two misses. This one is up, and we have a made extra point, folks. 35 to 7 is your score. The Blue Hawks of Hastings St. Cecilia with the lead here tonight. We'll take a break right here on ESPN Trice. Hershey beats Gordon, or excuse me, Gordon Rushville beats Hershey 48 to 6 tonight. Let's get in the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show tonight, hosted by Doug Duda. And also, uh, Lincoln Christian gets the win tonight over Raymond Central, 34-28. to 28. Kickoff on the way by Kudlachek. This one's going to drop short about the 15-yard line is where it's going to be taken by. Good to see back out there is Gorecki. And Gorecki not going to have as good a return this time. Glad to see him back out there. And he's going to get this one up to about the 33-yard line, I'll say. 32-yard line is where they'll call it. It's 34-28 the final there. 35-7, your score between Hastings St. Cecilia and Fillmore Central right now. This game started at 8, 332 left here in the third quarter. UNK Volleyball gained the win over Central Oklahoma today. UNK Volleyball now in sole place, a first place in the MIAA. Pre-sat motion, and I believe Braxton Wiles was offside right there on the top of that defensive line. So it's going to be five-yard penalty right there. That's their second offsides tonight. Sandhill Stedford beat Mullen 44 to 6 earlier in the night. Uh, touchdown scored by Donovan Trumbull. They lead GICC 21 to 14 that game in overtime. As run up the middle is stuffed. Not running up the middle lately right here as I believe does Theobald once again for Fillmore Central. As Got back to the line. Actually, that's Kimbrough on that one. Please, that's Kimbrough's first rush of the night that I'll give him. First rush for zero yards tonight. 3.04 and remaining here in the third quarter. 35-7, Hastings St. Cecilia. You're on that formation with two running backs that were more behind the guards and the tackles, I'd say. Everybody down right now. Cooper the give. Off the left side here to Theobald, and Theobald going to be tackled right there. It's a gain of three. It's another third down and short situation. Actually, give him two. That's not three yards. Third down and three coming up. They need to get to about the 33, or actually, excuse me, 43-yard line. And the ball currently not even yet to the 40 yet. Taking some time off the clock. You just kind of want to drive right here that builds you some confidence going into Wood River next week. Uh, Wood River losing tonight to Chase County. But that's the team that Fillmore Central will be taking on next week. 
as snapback. They're going to fake the handoff, flip it, and now running on the left side right here is Kimbrough, and Kimbrough's going to have just enough for the first down. Needed about three and a half yards. He got four on that one. Actually, yep, that's correct. That was a forward flip, so a pass right there. Fake the handoff, flip it in front of him right there. So yeah, Wood River gonna be five and three next week as when Fillmore Central takes them on. Fillmore Central currently six and one. Need to do a lot more here if they want to not end up at six and two. Cooper back to pass, lots of protection deep down the left sideline and not able to quite get open down the sideline was Jaron Tweedy overthrown right there and it will be second down and 10 coming up. Looking for other scores for you potentially doing a decent job so far. Ralston Hastings did not find that final. Centura beat Carney Catholic tonight, 33 to 16. And so Carney Catholic falling once again this year. Centura gained a nice win right there. Shotgun formation, second out of 10. We got a false start. They were going two count. They have shown success. Hastings St. Cecilia showed the discipline that time. False start right there on Jaden Wolf for Fillmore Central. So once again, Hastings St. Cecilia up 35 to seven here late in the third quarter. Uh, Sandy Creek McCool Junction is one that I've not seen a final quite yet for. Usually, yeah, McCool Junction is pretty good about tweeting stuff out. 70 to 22, Sandy Creek gets the win here tonight. Cooper looking to throw, immediate pressure hit and dropped. Braxton Wiles ends up with the football, him, and I believe, was that Rutt back there? I believe him and Braden Rutt combined for that sack right there. Actually, actually, that was Kyler Ellie. Grant Rosso, actually, is who they give it to. Yeah, that makes more sense. Black numbers here in the dark. But, yeah, Grant Rosso getting that sack right there. So third down and 26 now as Cooper was hit way back there. Lots of probably about 16 right there. So once again, Sandy Creek gained the win over McCool Junction, 70 to 22. Shotgun formation, three wide receivers to the left. Fake the screen, keep by Cooper. Cooper running around that right side. Ooh, gets popped. Big time hit from Dawson Kissinger. Wow, that, that was quite the hit with his shoulder right there. And that will bring up fourth down and long. I'll give him about eight yards on that run. So eight yard run by Cade Cooper. Brings up fourth down. And so they bring the punt team out. We got that is the end of the third quarter. 35-7, to Hastings St. Cecilia with the lead here over Fillmore Central. We'll take a break right here on ESPN Tri-Cities 1550 and 92.7 FM. Punt taken by Cooper Butler around the 20-yard line. Brings it up to around the 35. There is a penalty flag. I believe it's going to be on one of the gunners for 
Uh, Hastings St. Cecilia, one of the blockers of the Gunners, I should say. As looking for a Hastings, did I ever get that Hastings Ralston score? Just out of curiosity, I did not. Hey, Ralston was up 34 28 in the fourth quarter. Still looking for it. Still debating what this penalty is. As once again, 35 to 7. So a sideline warning against St. Cecilia. Ralston beat Hastings tonight 42 to 28. That's your final. So they marked him out at the 31. It's not quite the four more yards I thought he got there. But nonetheless, they have another drive here. I believe Kudlachek's still out there. He is. It's a give to Evans on the right side. Evans has a big hole going around the right side. Another penalty flag. Flies so many penalty flags here tonight. As I believe... They're looking to go back as gone final. Don Fentrumble beats GICC 28-27. So double overtime. That's fun. Right there. See what this penalty flag is as the officials confer. 20 seconds into the first quarter here. Be a spot foul. Chase Evans did have quite a... He had a decent rush right there. So holding once again... We'll move him back. So the penalty occurred at the 41. They put it at the 31. So first down and 11-ish. 10-11-ish. First down, 10 and a half. That's what we'll say here. As Kudlicek give. Try Evans the other side this time. He's hit right there by Keegan Theobald on the tackle. It's about two yards. So second out and eight coming up. Let's give Evans a nice little drive here. Once again, Donovan Trumbull being GICC 28 to 27. As shotgun formation, two wide receivers up top, one to the bottom here. As Kudlicek looks, throws, it's a tight end search route. Nice catch made by, yeah, Braxton Wiles over his head, kind of. He gets the first down up to the 45-yard line. Going to be a first down and 10 right there. Give him a gain of 12. We'll give, yeah, Wiles 12 yards on that catch. Let's see what Kudlicek's at on the game passing yards. 240. He's exploded here in the second half with, I believe, 127 yards here in the second half compared to the 113 he had in the first. As run up the middle by Evans. Evans, nice job moving his feet, keeping them going for about a three-yard gain right here up to the 48-yard line. Second and seven coming up. Once again, after this, we'll have the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show with Doug Duda. Let's give the three-yard rush right there to Chase Evans. Okay. 
Fake handoff. Kudlachek looking to throw left. He's got Demuth and just to have Demuth reach. Nice coverage out there by Fillmore Central. As I believe. Yeah, Tweedy out there in coverage. So third down and seven come up. 9.46 left in the fourth quarter. 35-7. to seven. Hastings St. Cecilia with the lead. Grant Ty along with you here on ESPN Tri-Cities. 15.50 and 92.7 FM. As give up the middle. Evans hit and dropped. He probably got a yard. So one yard for Evans right there. And they'll bring out the punt team. It's clock ticking down, 9.30 and counting. Could I check the punt and then back to receive is Dylan Gawecki. See if Fillmore Central comes after this one. Kudlachek's done a pretty good job playing so far tonight, I would say. He practically flipped the field one punt. Gain them inside the 10. This one is high riser. Pretty good as well. Gawecki has to move to get. Oh, takes a bad bounce back to the 24-yard line of Fillmore Central. And that is where they will get started. First and 10 for Fillmore Central coming up. Looking for a Blue Hill Silver Lake final. Uh, tweet us at ESPN underscore Tri-Cities if you have any of these scores. As Actually, we do have a final. 34-0, Blue Hill gets the win tonight. So congrats to the Bobcats. Getting that hard-fought victory there tonight. Break the hull. Refs haven't set the ball down. Now they do. Set the field ready for action right here. I-formation. Cooper give to the fullback up the middle. Going to get about three yards right there. Three or four. Four. Luke Kimbrough. So give him. So yeah, give him about six yards. That was a better run than I thought it was. That was a solid run from the fullback right there. Overton beats Burwell 32-14. to 14. That doesn't seem right. I had 45 to 17 earlier. I'm going to double check that one here in a bit. I formation give off the left side to the man who scored earlier. It's Dan Stoner. Stoner moving those feet across the first down line up to the 39 yard line. So gain of nine on the rush for Stoner. Tackle by Kissinger on the play. Yeah, Burwell over Overton, 32-14. I don't know why I had 45-17 earlier, but nonetheless, Overton gets the win tonight over Burwell, 32-14. 35-7, Hastings St. Cecilia with the lead right here over Fillmore Central as give up the middle to uh, Stoner once again. Stoner going to give out Four yards there, falling forward on that one. 
tackle by Kissinger on the play. Kissinger has kind of been all over the field tonight. He had a nice interception earlier that was tipped, and he went up and picked it. As we move along here. As they go on two and somebody move, there's flags flying. 7.21 left here in the ball game. False start on Fillmore Central will move him back five yards. So breaking down and about 12 here now. Dashler Lawrence Nelson is the next one on my list. Multitasking here, nonetheless. But yeah, it's going to be a good Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show for Doug Duda, finding most of the scores here tonight. I formation. Fake the handoff. Cooper, it's that jump pass again, and this time they complete it over the middle to Jane Wolf, and Wolf is loose 2015 inside down there. Finally tackled. They tried it earlier, it didn't look too good. But Cooper, he literally throws it right behind the line. Like, he takes the snap, fakes a handoff to the fullback, and just jumps and tosses it. So from the 38 to the 14, that is a gain of 48 yards on that pitch and catch. Solid gain right there. Cade Cooper, that was his longest pass of the night. He had one of the, on the first drive of 35. Jane Wolf's first catch of the night. 6.50 left in the ballgame. Something to build on here if you're Fillmore Central. As you go on to Wood River next week, once again, Wood River losing tonight to Central City, 35-29. The give up the middle is to Stoner. Stoner going to get about a three-yard gain down to the 11. He's a tough guy to bring down. He's a big, big guy. Stoner is, he is a, just a sophomore too. This, I, I kind of like the sophomores on this Fillmore Central team. Jaron Tweedy, is a, he looks bigger than a sophomore too at receiver, and he, he's fast as well. So they got some young talent here on this Fillmore Central football team. You gotta like what they got. Kiffin Theobald has had some uh, kick returns tonight. They've, they've done some good things with this younger class that they got. Butler, or the give by Cooper on the right side to, yeah, Theobald on that one. I'm going to give him, actually, I'm going to give him a gain of four. Ball was at the 11 to start that play. It's a gain of four to Theobald. It's getting 35 to 7, 525 left in the ball game. I formation. Quarterback sneak on third and about three from the seven. Let's see if Cade Cooper was able to get this. Yep, give him the first down. Let's give him four yards. He needed three on third down and three. Five minutes left and counting. Nice try by Fillmore Central. You know, like to see the battle here. Minden and Gothenburg was the game we had for you on 98.9 The Vibe. 
Give right here up the middle is going to be short by Kimbrough, the fullback. Lost a yard right there. Well, Gunas haven't said his name a whole lot tonight. Got the tackle on that play, just stuffing it up the middle. We've said Brain Rutt's name a bit more, but they haven't been right now. Gunas, Gunas is a big boy, I believe, 300 pounds for Hastings Saint Cecilia. Yeah, 350 on that defensive line. Not an easy uh, young man to move right there. Second down and goal from the four. They come out with those two running backs behind the guards and the tackles. They're going to give it and use Cooper as a lead blocker as they give it to uh, Theobald. And Theobald is in for the second touchdown of the night for Fillmore Central. Nice power football type drive for the Panthers. And they get their second touchdown of the night as it's now 35-13. Hastings St. Cecilia with the lead extra point pending. There is a penalty flag on the field. So I guess pending that too. I don't know if it came in after the play. They're still looking like they're giving the tee to Gawecki to kick. Yep, unsportsmanlike on the Blue Hawks. So being forced on the kickoff. Don't, not quite sure what happened there. It was a very physical play. And now they're bringing out A defensive lineman, so maybe involved in that they did bring out a uh, kid in Krikoc. 35-13. Extra point pending after that five points bank touchdown. S extra point is up and good. 35-14. to 14. Your score, 3.53 left here in the ball game. Hastings State Cecilia with the lead. We'll take a break right here on ESPN Tri-Cities. So Doug Duda about ready to get started with the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show, but we are staying here for this one. 35 to 14, your score. As Hastings St. Cecilia with the lead over Fillmore Central after that touchdown run by Keegan Theobald. And so the penalty, the unsportsmanlike penalty, puts them at the 50-yard line or the 45-yard line of Hastings St. Cecilia. So let's see what they do. We haven't seen a kick in the end zone yet tonight. As they do onside kick it, and it is recovered right there by Braxton Wiles at the 20-yard line. Might as well. You got the field position. That that's something that could flip the game in your favor. You make it a two-score game here late. You never know what's going to happen. All three timeouts still, I believe. So. As 3.51 left in the ballgame, Hastings St. Cecilia with the lead. Once again, Doug Dudo with the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show coming up soon. We started this one at 8. He'll have recaps from Hastings versus Ralston with Mike Will. And now setting up the one uh, for current Catholic and Centura from Randy Bushcard for him right now. As Kudlacek, I believe, still in the game. Yeah, Carson Kudlacek with the... Four-yard run right there. Second down, and six. Second down and six coming up. Randy with the three-minute recap. Very solid. 
Kudlachek having a pretty good night throwing the ball tonight. Three, uh, 244 yards throwing on the ground. I believe he's got... Uh, if you take away the sack, he's got 37. If you put the sack in there, he's got 24 rushing yards. Keeper up the middle once again. Gets about two yards. They're just kind of trying to run the clock out now. So gain of two on that one. It's Carson Ashey on the tackle right there for the Panthers. Fake handoff, looking throws, cut. Cooper Butler across the middle, trying to stiff arm. He's horse collar tackled at the 35-yard line, Fillmore Central. So huge gain right there of, let's see, 31 yards at 15 to boot. With the penalty marker on the horse collar tackle. So a 31-yard pass from Kudlacek to Cooper Butler right there. Carson Kudlacek now up to 420 or 271 passing yards. Referee's still discussing. <laughs> I think for sure that was horse collar. Fouls on both teams, actually. And one on one of the coaches on the sideline for Hastings St. Cecilia. <laughs> there have been so many flags tonight. Face mask on the offense. So face mask on Cooper Butler, horse collar tackle defense, fouls will offset. And after the play, we have an unsportsmanlike on Hastings St. Cecilia. So back them up 15 yards. And I believe, yeah. So what? So the play shouldn't count, right? You got to replay third down, I would think. He marked, I'm pretty sure I saw one from the referee right there. 2.20 left on the clock, 3.5.14, Hastings St. Cecilia. I don't think I've said that. And a man, let's see what the referees decide to do. They're going to go backwards right now. So take away that 31-yard pitch and catch. So is it first down? Why is it? That doesn't make sense to me why it's first down. I feel like offsetting penalties should reset. But... That's what the marker has. So first down and uh, going to go 18. Nope. Okay, it says third down now. They got it right. There we go. So third down and about 19 from their own 20-yard line for Hastings St. Cecilia. Been a rough night for penalties. I wish I was keeping track of that because they have had a ton tonight. And I think it's kind of the way the refs, partially the refs call the way the refs have called this game, partially the way that – you know, they play. Like, some of them, the false starts and stuff like that, the offsides have definitely been on them. A give up the middle. Rosno. Rosno going to get about 10 yards back, we'll say. Actually, it was 4th and 19. We'll give him 9. Actually, 8. That's about a yard short. And it looks like we got a timeout on the field, so we'll take it with them. This it's high school football in ESPN Tri-Cities. 35-14, 2.05 left in the ball game. Hastings St. Cecilia with the lead over Fillmore Central. Hastings 
back here on ESPN Tri-Cities. We'll have a recap from Michael Shively of Adam Central McCook. McCook, I believe, yep, gained the 28-14 win. It's a punt. Kudlacha can't handle the snap. He's going to be pretty much tackled as he punts it. That's nothing? Okay. Uh, Jane Wolf on the rush tackled him, which if he had the ball, I could have seen it, but he was kind of the punter at that point. It's kind of a weird situation, but the punt went out of bounds at the 33. So up to the St. Cecilia 33-yard line. Fillmore Central has a chance here to make you know this game interesting. You get a quick score here. You never know. It's a two-score game in minute 58. Right now, 35-14, Hastings St. Cecilia with a minute 58 left. I formation. Toss back, Stoner. Stoner trying to find something and going to be hit and dropped at the line. Stoner with no yards right there. Oh, actually, you lost one? Yeah, lost a yard. On that carry. As I formation once again, minute 20 left there. Contending the clock running. Cade Cooper looking to throw, hit and dropped for the sack right there. Can't tell. Yep, okay. Braden Rutt in there on the sack. I believe it was Thomas. Thomas, 75, making the tackle right there. Could be wrong. But now he's coming off the field, making the sack right there. So, 40 seconds left on the clock. Fillmore Central content laying this run out to give it up to... Got the stoner, stoner, gotta break free. Bulldozes over a man, over Demuth right there. And we got another late penalty flag. As he, I'm gonna give him 10 yards on that run. After the loss of eight on the sack. They've ran Stoner in the second half, and I feel like he's done pretty well for him. Wonder what would happen if they kind of was stuck with him all game. He's just really big for a sophomore. It's on Sports and like on Fillmore Central will back him up 15 yards, and now there's 26 seconds left. I wonder if that'll keep it fourth down. They might have to punt. Clock currently stopped. So, 26 seconds left, it's fourth down and 20. Clock now runs. You could let it run out. You could take one last snap and try something here. Cooper looking to throw, has a man across the middle, makes the bobbling catch, trying to fight forward right there is Jaron Tweedy. And Tweedy's gonna be well short of the first down, but a solid effort. Give him about 12 yards on the catch right there. 
Uh, that will all but seal the deal for Hastings St. Cecilia. 8.4 left on the clock. They just need to take a knee. And they will be district champs here tonight over Fillmore Central. As the game against Wood River next week will not matter for Fillmore Central. If they would have won tonight, Wood River losing tonight probably would have given it to them too. Given them the lead at least, they would have needed to make sure they win next week. But that's it, the final knee. Carson Kudlachek takes it, and that's the ball game. 35 to 14, Hastings St. Cecilia gets the win. We'll have a pretty quick post-game show to get you to the Rutzen Rivals scoreboard show. We'll go over stats. And then we'll let Doug Duda do the scores for us here tonight. Once again, 35 to 14, your final right here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Finishing up the stats right here. As once again, Hastings St. Cecilia gets a 35 to 14 win over Fillmore Central tonight to win the district championship and remain undefeated at 8-0. Let's take a look at your final numbers for, uh, we'll look at the Panthers first, uh, Fillmore Central. Kate Cooper, 108 yards passing is why I have down unofficial stats here, by the way. Uh, I was doing scores as well throughout the game, but they should be pretty close. Uh, Keegan Theobald, 65 total yards rushing and a touchdown. Uh, Dan Stoner, 40 total yards rushing and a touchdown. Uh, negative 15 for Cade Cooper because of a few sacks and a couple losses for a rush. They had three sacks tonight uh, for the Hastings St. Cecilia defense. Luke Kimbrough with five yards rushing. Kimbrough with six yards receiving. Jaden Wolf, the leading receiver with that reception in the second half of 48 yards. Keegan Theobald, two catches, 29 yards. Jaron Tweedy, two catches, 25 yards. For the Blue Hawks of Hastings St. Cecilia, Carson Kudlacek, 249 total yards passing and on the ground uh, 27 after those sacks that he took uh, as well. Uh, Chase Evans was the lean rusher with 84. Rosno was the second lean rusher with 62. Cooper Butler with run ru one rush for a one yard. Cooper Butler, the leading receiver, 135 yards and a touchdown. Carson Kudlachek, two rushing touchdowns, by the way. Evans with one. And then the other lean receiver, Jensen Anderson, 51 yards and that 40-yard touchdown in the second half. Uh, Hayden Demuth, one catch, 16 yards. Braxton Wiles, one catch, 12 yards. Chase Evans, a catch for 10. Quinn Rosno, one catch for 19 yards. Once again, your final score, 35-14. to 14. I think that will wrap us up here. This is the new Westmore Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Uh, next week, Fillmore Central will go on to play Wood River, who lost to Central City tonight. And then uh, Hastings St. Cecilia next week will go to Donovan Trumbull, who got, I believe, yeah, got the overtime win tonight over Grand Island Central Catholic 28-27. to So that's what we're looking for here coming up. Once again, Hastings Cecilia, 35 to 14 here tonight. Your upcoming broadcast schedule for this weekend. Um, tomorrow, college football. We will have Nebraska at Purdue on 12:30 a.m. KHAS pregame at 2:30, kickoff at 6:30 p.m. Right here on ESPN Tri Cities, you'll start with Penn State at Michigan at 11 a.m. and then at 12 p.m. at noon, uh, we'll have the pregame for Don at Hastings College and then kickoff at 1 p.m. and then after that's over, might be able to catch the end. 
of the Alabama at Tennessee game. Kickoff for that one at 2.30. And then uh, tomorrow night, USC at Utah kickoff for that one at 6.30 p.m. And then on News Channel Nebraska Television tomorrow, Emporia State takes on UNK kickoff for that one at 1 p.m. This has been Hastings St. Cecilia against Fillmore Central. Once again, St. Cecilia gained the 35 the 14 win here tonight. Go tune in to the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show with Doug Duda here. He'll have game recaps, including the one from this game when I send it to him as I record it here momentarily. So once again, 35-14, your final score. I've been Grant Ty here with you. Have a great weekend, everyone. Make it the best weekend you possibly can. Good night.